here we are at a very special mini episode of the, well, I don't know if it's going to be mini, but it's an episode of Friday Night Movie that we're kind of doing on the fly. There's going to be a lot of traveling and stuff in the near future, and so we're grabbing these episodes while we can. Lily, <laughs> Becky, together in the Canary Islands, how are you? <laughs> I'm good. What are you laughing at? Just, <laughs> nothing. Nothing. Just it's just all laughs all day long. Me and Beck laughing it up. What are you laughing about? I I, I refuse to have FOMO, but I I do want to know if, if I'm being made fun. Of. I Becky, might I might Becky, have Becky may have burped, but I think we're on a bit of a delay. So like as you were talking, we we were laughing at like in a second. It's gonna be heard. <laughs> but I guess you didn't hear it. Well, we've already so done fine. the intro, so it's too late. Sorry, gang. So today's so today's episode we're gonna we're we're focusing on something very specific, and that is Netflix original things. I feel like you didn't even ask me how I am or if I'm a mini app. Well, nobody cares. Good, how, how are you? Tell me how you are. How are you doing? I just need to tell I hear you're very. I need to. I hear you're very sensitive. Let's do it. You're very sensitive, and that you've been crying. I'm very tired. Um, I have a great canary story I want to tell. Also, why are you telling Shy that I'm crying? I didn't tell Shy you were crying. Who's telling you that I'm crying? No, 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 no. Becky, I called you earlier today or yesterday, and your exact words to me were, everyone wanted to do one thing, and then I cried and made them all come with me to go on vacation in the south of Tenerife. That's actually 100% accurate. No, that is true. Um, So the other day, Lily and I were walking back from the market, chit-chatting, having like a nice chit-chat in in English, in our mother tongue of English, on an (laughs) island that is very Espanol. And we noticed that for like two or three blocks, there is a gentleman standing very close to us listening to our conversation and walking very I, creepishly as if he was like part of our like group, group. like of me and Becky but like, just as didn't, if it was me and Becky and him he's like walking right next to Becky but just didn't have anything to add at that moment but walking oh. very near us but are you sure it just wasn't one of your like friends or cousins or something no. like that? he's very oaf like oaf like okay and we're chit chatting and I finally he gets up the courage and he turns to me and he goes are you real Americans? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'm a, I'm a real American. Keep walking. Which, are by, which is, by the way, the lyrics to Hulk Hogan's theme song, I am a real American. Well, wow. apparently a typical conversation here in Tenerife. Um, we ca- we continue walking for about another block. He continues walking with us. As, as if he's friends with us. still very weird. And I guess we get to the intersection where he's going to turn off. And as he goes to say goodbye and bid us adieu, he makes sure to let me know that just down this way, there is a very large McDonald's for you. <laughs> <laughs> and Becky was like, oh, my God, thank you. I had no idea where we were going to eat. Oh, now we're saved. <laughs> it, was, it was just hilarious. It was, like, There's a McDonald's right there, Americans. Don't despair. So it was so funny. But was he being friendly? Abroad, what? Was he being friendly? Like, he was really trying to yeah. help you? Like, oh, He was just trying to, Americans. like, help us. And now, like, yeah, just trying to, like, strike up conversation and be helpful. And that's how he felt like he could connect with us is by, like, letting us the off. Americans know. And listen, I'll let people know, for those of you traveling abroad in Europe, McDonald's signs are green and yellow. So At don't be here. So don't be thrown, number one. Number two, but they have them everywhere so you can be sure to find food wherever you go. 
Well, I got to say, when I used to be traveling abroad and I would get homesick, I would eventually go to McDonald's to make me feel like a little bit like home. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, it's, that's there's uh, nothing. There's nothing like sad eating three McDonald's cheeseburgers and twenty nuggets when you're homesick. Well, I don't know that you need to eat that much. You can just get a Big Mac and call it a day. <laughs> it was younger. I was younger then. It was when I had metabolism. Um, um, so, anyways, that's my one story plus the shameful one you had to bring up to every one of our listeners. <laughs> so let's. I so, didn't. so Netflix. Which not I every still... conversation we have. Just by the way, not every conversation we have is a podcast conversation. Some things are for the secret podcast. <laughs> I know, but Becky, you didn't even remember that you told me that just now. Which makes not only the conversation original on podcast material, but conversation about you not remembering it podcast material. All right. All right. I've had a busy day. <laughs> so so let's talk about Netflix for a second because I feel like I'm always rating Netflix, like giving them a rating on how good they're doing because I have always had an axe to grind against a lot of their original content. Yes. Um and I still do grind that axe, even though there are obviously some things that I love, like Troll Hunters and, um, and Troll Hunters. And so their films in particular, they've come under fire from us, correct? We, we did, the, what was that called? The, the Triple, Triple Frontier. Crown? Triple Frontier. <laughs> the yeah. Triple Three All Kings. those, like, teen movies that I've been forced to watch. I forced myself to watch them. Those I want to see, but those I feel like are are like the equivalent of like Disney Channel movies. Not even. Yeah. But they're not Hallmark movies. Yeah, they're they're not. They're like fun and watchable if you need to watch one, but I wouldn't say it's quality movie. The messages but, uh, were all not good. For one of the big, one of the big things that happened when Netflix started getting its original content, they signed this mega deal with Adam Sandler, and I would say, yeah, 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 he has this big deal where he has to create, oh, he's going to do right. five or six films. I remember he made that like movie on Netflix. He's like one of the first original movies, right? Yeah, like, the Ridiculous Six, and and I, you know, I love Adam Sandler. And I had to turn that movie off after like 20 minutes. Like I, and, and the actors in it were all like amazing and I, I couldn't watch it. And, and so I didn't watch the other ones. There was the cobbler and Sandy Wexler. I didn't see those either. Uh, I think the cobbler's uh, Netflix one, but the point is, is that now is we it? have murder. Yeah. That's we weird. have, we have murder, we have murder mystery. And we also have something that I feel like grows out of the stand-up world, which is the Ali Wong, uh, uh, what's his name, Park, Randall Park, uh, I said Ray Park for a second, but Ray Park's the guy who played Darth Maul, Randall Park. Randall Park, always be my baby. Always be my baby, which you have been talking about nonstop, and I would say these are two comedies that poke their heads up out of the pile of drech that Netflix has been giving us in terms of films. Uh, that being said, I think there's a lot to say about them. So uh, with that, I'll turn it over to my sisters. Why don't you wind us through this discussion here? Well, I think these are two different examples here. Like, I feel like um, the Always Be My Baby is a, like, it, I feel like it's a movie that 100% could have been in theaters and... Like- like I would have paid to go ago. see it, right? I would have like maybe five or ten years ago before we had streaming abilities right. like this. I would have. Now I, I don't know if today that movie could have gotten made, um, and, and like greenlit for a theater. But I do know that that 
she was approached, Ali Wong was approached before she and Randall Park even had a script. Somebody like had said to her, I guess at Netflix had said, um, where's the movie? I want to produce it. Like your movie, I want to produce it. And it ended up going through Netflix. Like she was into it. And it's not like they were shopping around begging somebody to pick up this movie. Oh, no. You can definitely tell that this was not a movie that has been written for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> that, that you can definitely tell. Like, I, I think it was a fun movie, but I, I also think it was essentially like someone borrowed a rom com template and then threw a bunch of like Ali Wong jokes and Randall Park rapping jokes around it with like a crazy celebrity cameo, which were all enjoyable. But this say, is it not... all worked for But me. honestly, what do you need more in a romantic comedy? Done. And it was super refreshing that they turned on its head the fact that like he's going after her and she's following her ambitions and dreams and he's adapting to her. Like that's refreshing as opposed and... to every other rom-com when it's the reverse. And um on the heels of Crazy Rich Asians, again, super fun to see a rom-com that's just about, that has just, like, little, it has, like, hits of, like, different culture and, you know, different it's inside It's a completely diverse cast. And, yeah, something that's just more diverse. It, it honestly, it makes it so much more interesting um, to, like, understand what the family dynamics are and, like, you know, the little cultural nuances. It makes it funnier. The, like all the shit things. she gives her parents about the tipping and the driving <laughs> and all that stuff. Like, yeah, if it was like about a Jewish family, there'd be hilarious stuff. And, you know, culturally, if it's an Italian family, like we know, or my big fat Greek wedding, well, it's really refreshing and nice to see like the little nuances in a Vietnamese, um, like Chinese dynamic in, in this movie. He's Korean. Well, she, I guess she's Vietnamese, Chinese in real life. Oh, in real life. But I guess in the movie she's Vietnamese and he's Chinese. Korean. Oh, sorry, he's Korean, yeah. In yeah. real life she's both, but um, one parent is one and the other the other. But she, um, yeah, she definitely brought it because it was funny. It was extremely funny. It was very sweet, touching. She's plays a great character. And um, so yeah, this like, is where I'm going to, I'm going to challenge you guys. I'm going to challenge you guys a little bit on this. I enjoyed it, but like, I felt like I was watching this movie and it was like a normal movie. And then like random one-liners would thrown out and they were just like her, her being herself. There wasn't like a real character or act. And, and that was fine, but it actually kept taking me out of the movie. Every time we'd be like in this plot and then like all the random zingers, I'm like, are we watching just the stand-up routine? Like to me, I don't me, think that's so no because her, have you seen her stand-up routine? It is. No, raunchy. I, I, I I, yeah. I haven't, but it to me, to, but like, but but I think that says something because like I don't have, I, I'm I'm sure she's talented, but I don't have an inclination to already find her funny. So for me, like, her sense of humor was funny in it, but but it wasn't, um, it wasn't, it, it to me it was it was it didn't matter if it was in the movie or not. Like that whole movie could have been just the two of them sitting, saying lines to each other, and then doing the rap thing. It felt um, to me more like their rapport than her stand-up. Also, like, I don't know, the stand-up routines that I've seen of her are so enough, much about yeah. being pregnant and being a mom and having a kid and having a husband, husband. that it actually felt quite different from the her, con normal, her, her yeah. normal content. Except for, like, maybe, like, ragging on her parents' stuff. But I definitely yeah. felt like you could appreciate her humor and acting on its own because it didn't at all remind me of her comedy. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, watch Hard Knock Wife. <laughs> it is nothing, it's completely different. So, so, 
um, Randall Park's part of the movie I thought was interesting, although like very like again this is re- this is sort of like rom com sort of formula, which is which is fine. But like I love you, man. There's a zany musical side project that one of the guys does, right? And. Right. Because yeah. I think a lot of dudes in like their 30s who are kind of lost have side musical projects. <laughs> so. Yeah, fair enough. That's that's that that the accurate. Um, and Coming then from a guy like, who has a side, side musical, musical project. project. Yeah, and, and, and then there's a cameo from a celebrity who's grumpier no, no, no. in person. No, 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 Shai, this is not a normal cameo. This cameo was epic. This she was took it up an, a level. It was on another level. It was. It elevated the movie to a place that I I it was so unexpected. It was so outrageous. It was the most. I could rewatch those scenes as a short film. I think it definitely. But but okay, that is absolutely right. That is both the strength and the weakness of this movie, in my opinion. Both the strength and a weakness. Oh, because it's so imbalanced to the rest of the film. It's like it's a strength because those parts of the movie. This is a movie where I thought there were some parts that were like amazing, and then the rest of it was like so not amazing that it felt like I was watching two different movies. Oh, um, I so think, like the Keanu I mean, part I was incredible. I feel like the part with Keanu Reeves is so standout from the rest of the film. Um, but it, it doesn't make me dislike the film. Like to me, to me, this film is like a classic, perfect, like elevated renter. Like okay, that's you know a, what that I mean. A, that's that's a really good. I'm with you on that. That's an. It's like it's an better than a typical. Right. Like it it feels like a found money to me. Like I I'm like oh this is free on Netflix. I'll watch it. Would I spend fifteen bucks to buy it on iTunes if I wanted to so, see it? No. But that's like so, right. Yeah. But, so let me throw some expectations at you guys here. Mm-hmm. I had heard not only from Lily but from so many other people that like this was the movie that was going to warm my heart. That like it was going to feel like I was watching a 90s rom-com and that you know and that all you know and, and if that, it didn't it, you have like a heart of stone. And know? the actors are amazing and it was whatever. And like I finally saw it and I saw it with Allie and, and I think she had a similar reaction to me. We were both like huh that was good but she's like I was kind of expecting like more based on what everyone was saying. And then and then by contrast, murder mystery, which I went in with no expectations. Like with below garbage I had expectations. to I had to force Lily to watch it. And was like, I, I have no interest in seeing this and I was like, I need to see this. It, admittedly I have twenty minutes left in the movie, but and, and I fall asleep multiple times watching it. Yeah, um, I was probably liked it because you took a nap halfway through. No no no, but I've now seen many scenes many times as I keep having to go back. And this is a movie where I was to me this movie was found money because this was literally as if someone trucked a garbage can into my living room and then I opened it up and inside the garbage can was no garbage but like a delicious pizza and a cake. Yes. I was what I was surprised about not a gourmet meal. I loved like I could rewatch it for this is how quick the zingers were coming. Just these like kind of under their breath super dry zingers that you were just like, "What? This is so like like the jokes they were making were so hilarious." <laughs> Adam Sandler's like running commentary. So the character exactly. that he plays in this, about. his running commentary, his like his kind of exterior monologue. That yeah, that was the best part. Kind of going. And, and, and so that's a movie where, I, by the way, I would say similarly, but I did not have expectations that this was going to be a great movie. Um, similarly, I think that like 
their their jokiness with each other, particularly in the first half of the movie, really also takes me out of the movie. So I'm like, how am I supposed to believe these people even like each other? Like they're just well, kind Lily of doing... has the hardest time believing that Jennifer Aniston is a hairdresser, that she has a small bathroom. No, it's ugly. It's a that, small, ugly a bathroom. A small, ugly bathroom that she flies coach. Lily was like, none of this is believable to it's me. Like, it's like J-Lo in second act. Like, who can for a second believe J-Lo's working at Walmart? Well, well, Jennifer Aniston. So, okay. I'm So, I'm with you. So, it's so funny. It's like, I agree with you guys on, on all these points, but I, we all have different emotional reactions. So, A, I agree with you 100% on that. She's one of the spokespeople for, like, Emirates First Class. So, to see right. her kvetching about which, you know... She's like, there's a bar on this plane? She fucking takes a shower in that commercial. Yeah, and I would say also that she she doesn't play a different enough character that I feel like I'm not just seeing Jennifer Aniston, right? So if she was playing... She needs to like be the, ugly she, and like plain and stuff. Like she can't look like that and right. then be Which like, "Which the one, bar? Good girl oh or These peanuts are for free." But I love Jennifer Aniston so much. I'm so happy to watch her just be Jen Aniston. Right, right, right. But but in in what's the movie, Good Girl or Humble Pie, where she pl- works at the checkout and like ruins her life? The Good Girl. That's, That's a fantastic movie. movie. Yeah, and then there's the other one, Friends with Money. That was another one. That's where she's played more down and out characters. But this one, it was just like her doing her comedy thing, which she's by the way really good at comedy, especially when they're out like fighting the friends. She's no schlub. Yeah, fighting the villains when they when he throws the plate at the villain's face and they're fighting in the streets. Like that that stuff was really good and and it reminded me of like who's Harry Crumb and Clue and any of those like zany madcap Sure. You know, I mean, Steve Martin it was silly, But it was cute. It was silly but cute, but I definitely like always do my baby better. I, but I was surprised. I was surprised at how funny Adam Sandler's commentary was, and it felt out of. It felt like out of. It was surprising because I. I feel like I'm. I'm so used like to a very him. specific. I'm used to a very specific Adam Sandler brand of movie and brand of comedy that this felt like it was what he would really be saying. Not like what Happy Gilmore would say. Yeah, he has his different sort of, like, threads of Adam Sandler. There's, like, the Happy Gilmore sort of sweet, simple, taking care of grandma, but secretly has rage issues, Billy Madison type of character. And then there's his, like, super crazy characters, like uh, Little Nicky or the one where he played his own sister. <laughs> and then there's his, like, sad dad character that he was in Funny People and... Um, and uh, Spanglish. And then this one is actually the only similar time I could see this character was in two movies that are not considered in any way of his good movies are his character in The Longest Yard and his character in Chuck and Larry. And which is like the sort of smart alecky running commentary kind of dude. Kvetchy, but not too kvetchy. Hello? Yeah. I would say, like, yeah, I, I I thought that he was just Sandlery enough. And, um, yeah, it was good. I mean, it's nothing. It's, like, perfect for Netflix. I really don't even think I'd rent that movie. Whereas Always Be My Maybe, I would rent, <laughs> like but maybe not buy. Always Be My, rent, my Maybe is, be my rental. is a rental plus. It's, like, a superior renter. Like, whoa, this is for free on Netflix? Are you crazy? Oh, yeah, okay. So, Whereas, it's like a bad money. Right, but whereas 
murder mystery. It's like, yeah, this is on Netflix. Sure, why not? That makes sense. Yeah, to me, murder mystery. So always be my maybe would be a movie that came out in the theater, people talked about, and then we rented and got to see it at home because we because. You know, like, mom and dad wouldn't have taken us to see that in the movies. Whereas Murder Mystery is a movie that I feel like you go to West Mountain Video on Queen Mary on a Friday night or, like, a Saturday morning when you're out walking with your friends, and you just start thumbing through the dusty video VHSs, and you're like, Adam Sandler and Jennifer Aniston made another movie together? I gotta see this. Yep. That's about it. And I was very happy with it. It was very funny, very charming. Uh, I just want to go back to the fact Adam that Sandler you don't think the Keanu um, cameo was good Wait, enough. you don't think it was good enough? How could it have been I, better? I think it was fine, but I think it's consistent with when you have these cameos of, if you think of Lou Ferrigno in I Love You Man, or you think of Neil Diamond in Saving Silverman. I think it was more than I that. I literally don't even know how you could compare any yeah, of them. No, I think they this. did a better job. This was epic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is this is better than those. I'm I'm fine with saying that this is better than those. Um, I'm I'm just saying that like this isn't the first time they've had a celebrity play a kooky version of themselves in a movie or a show or something like that. No, I. No one's saying it's never been done before. It was just. It was meaty. I think for me, it's just that it was so juicy. There were so many scenes that it felt really worth the cameo. It felt worth the sidebar. Um, and I think it helped move the plot forward in a uh, look, lot of ways. I and part this. of it was the commentary on the food culture in San Francisco, which to me, I was like peeing that in my was pants. Amazing. When the dinner, is... the plate of monochrome, I was like, I can't, I can't even deal with it. I've been to a donut shop where they literally have donuts glazed in gray icing. Cause it's avocado icing. It's disgusting. Ugh. Avocado I mean, is that a San Francisco right. food culture thing, or is that just like a food culture thing? Because no, they're, I mean, they're, they're making fun of food culture, um, but in San Francisco, it's so constant and over the top, and like, I don't know, it, the city loves to tout how it's always like pushing the envelope, and it's so cutting edge, and it's really fun to see someone make fun of it. Both of these movies were movies that I feel like I watched them three or four years after they came out, even though they came out just now. Definitely with Murder Mystery. No, Murder Mystery for sure. I feel like yeah. Always Do I Maybe is like in the moment. Yeah. I definitely think it's culturally... Like if I didn't watch it in the last two weeks, I'd never see it. Oh, interesting. Interesting. Yeah. I loved it. Now, the part of me that I loved, but maybe this contradicts what you guys thought was one of the good parts of the movie, so you're making me rethink like my thinking on this, is I loved his kooky-ass rap band. I thought that was a really interesting, funny, creative part. And granted, it's not really what his career is, but I just, that to me, I was like, ooh, let's see more of his crazy Randall Park raps. Right, and which you, were hilarious. And you did get to see a bunch of them. I felt like it could have been more. But it's also, it's not like, it's not like they turned the music thing into like, and now he's going to be a superstar. Like the band no, I felt mean, very I was actually, to me. I, I, yeah. And I was also like very much, in fact, if anything, I was, I kept looking at how much she loved his band and how much people were into them. And I was like, what? All right. I mean, these guys are awesome. Well, it's and sweet. Cool. It's like, you know, you, she grew up with the band. 
Yeah, so that's it's like true. nostalgic for her and her best friend. Right. That's true. And the rant her best friend goes on to about Kate Middleton, like definitely wearing a royal, like giant diaper when, when she's Very taking that rant. picture. I was dying. That was so funny. But um, yeah, but no, and I, I thought that was nice that it's like he has this quirky side project, but it's not. Like, it doesn't become some sort of plot and, in the movie where now he's going to be famous, too. And which I feel right. like that, in that the is 90s. A, that is a strong and part I thought, of the And movie. the best friend would have been, like, super annoying and, and stupid. And this best friend was, like, supportive and really nice. Smart. And, and smarter than the main characters. Right. Like, and, I he thought, moved, and he moves to New York at the end? Well, well he, he knows just, he's going to follow he her. He's going to follow her and be together with her. Oh. She has to move because she's opening different restaurants, so he's going to go with her. Got it. And hold her like. Yeah, that was cool. I like that part of it. Yeah, I thought it and was. And his his dad was amazing. Right. Yeah, I just think it was a great movie. And like, show me a romantic comedy better in the last two years, three years. Like, they're, I mean, that's they're a, so that, bad. That's a, that's a tough thing to say just off the top of your head. I okay, w- I'm gonna Google it, man. But I'm telling you, like, I I just find that. They really, there's not much out there. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I, I think, oh, I give think me Notting Hill. Point. Where are the wrong Where, Yeah, where's a Notting Hill? There's no more, like, when was the last time we had a Notting Hill? And you Hill? could say Crazy Rich. Stra- stranger than Fiction, you know? You could crazy say Crazy, it's a rom-com, but I just thought that it was, fine, it's a rom-com, but it's just so much more than that, then I didn't, I don't think of it that Very way. Very extravagant. I guess Love, Simon, fine. Is but that a rom-com, too? Is it? No, it's more well, dramatic. It, but, well, it's a rom-com, but it's a teen rom-com, so that's a different genre. It's a different category. That is not the same thing as as the whole, like, professional rom-com scenario, which is which is the one where, where Amy Schumer... Uh, I feel pretty. Is, that was tr- I really didn't like no, that. No, 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 no. The one with the one with Bill Hader. Where train Rack. Train Rack. Yeah, that's really technically a rom-com, rom-com right? Sure. No, it's supposed. I'm to not be saying that's better than this. This is better yeah. than Trainwreck for sure, by a long. Oh time. yeah. Oh yeah. And like the Kissing Booth on Netflix. Oh my god, that movie's so I, bad. I'm not watching that movie. I don't know what that is, but I'm not watching. And that, that's that like a terrible. perfect example of like just blech. And like Juliet Naked was cute, but for Nick Hornby, no, no it one just, saw that it's, movie. It, right. It it needed to have so much more punch. It was kind of boring. Well, I feel like we don't need more Nick Hornby's. No. I mean, the, his some of his stuff is good, but like, how many more of these are we gonna do? Exactly. So I feel like uh, considering it's been a what while. What about what about music and lyrics? Oh, shy. First of all, the movie's like at least fifteen years old. Second of all, you're the only one seen it, and that likes <laughs> it that much. First of all, I love that movie. I love that movie. It's definitely ten years old. It does not apply in this situation well, at all. It's much older. Look it up. But it oh, raises a really interesting point that I'm gonna ask you about murder mystery switch Jennifer Aniston out for Drew Barrymore and does that change how you feel about the movie it probably for, would be better it would probably be a little yeah, a little yeah. bit better she's yeah. so goofy yeah and they well, I find they have much better chemistry than yeah. Jen Jen Aniston who are I love kind of wondering how Adam Sandler yeah. and Jen Anderson. And Drew Barrymore is gorgeous, but they just have like a similar a energy. Yeah. yeah. A goofy. Yeah, and they well, they've done three movies together, and Jennifer Aniston and him have done two or three movies together. What? What movies have they done together? Didn't they do one where That's Ben Stiller. No, no, no. Really? 
No, no. Jennifer Aniston and Ben Sloot, along came Polly. I can't check right now. Check. There's definitely another Adam Sandler, Jennifer Aniston team-up so. movie. Yeah, I feel like it's right around the same time as they made the movie Blended. There's like another one where it's Adam Sandler and Jennifer Aniston that is almost the same plot. But isn't it Blended with Drew Barrymore? Th- yes, that's with Drew Barrymore. That's part of the yeah. three with Drew Barrymore. But there's. I just think I feel like made Drew Barrymore's chemistry amazing. Where, where Wait, is there like another wedding singer checking. in my life? Like there's never not... going to be another wedding singer. Like there's never going to be another Pretty Woman, Notting Hill. Like these are movies there's... that are once in a lifetime. Right. There's never going to be another wedding singer. But I think Fifty First Dates is a beautiful movie. Sure. Beautiful okay, that movie. could be up in the pantheon if you want. But I'm, I'm not saying that Always Be My Maybe is up there. Oh, I'm just know. saying it's been a long time since we've had a movie. Movie that good. did 2011's Just Go With It. Oh, okay. I saw that. What the hell is that? Just Go With That's It. the one where they pretend to be a family on vacation or something like that? Same oh, style. yeah. And, like, doesn't she work? For, I don't know, something like that. Yeah. So there's another Music thing. Music and lyrics, by the way, is 12 years ago. Go With It. This is, and this is also something terrible to say. One of the reasons why I have a hard time with... So, I think Jennifer Aniston is amazing and talented. And the roles in which I've liked her most are in these, like, down-and-out sad people who ruin their lives. Or these almost making fun of herself kind of characters, like in the Holiday Party one. Is that what it was called? The Holiday Party one, where she plays Jason Bateman's evil sister. Christmas and in, Party? Christmas Party. And the one with, the one with uh, horrible bosses. And then the one with... Uh, where she, the, where the Millers, right? Whereas in these other ones where she has to play a traditional, like, romantic comedy role where she has to, like, love someone and love someone who's kind of nebbishy, I just don't believe Jennifer Aniston could, could actually do that. Like, however yeah. good of an actress this is, I'm just like, I'm like, no, where's the scenario like, regenerate? Oh. Yeah, but, yeah, I guess she was in love with Ross, but that's still up a notch. No, but, no uh, I yeah, agree but with you. Talk about, I don't talk, think that, like, Drew Barrymore has worse taste. It's not that. It's just there's a different chemistry there. No, no, but that's exactly right. Ross, like, come on. Who ever really believed that Rachel liked Ross? Everybody. It's true. No. no one did. No, not by the end. Maybe in that episode where the girl shaves her head and they're at the beach and Rachel's about to tell her, tell Ross that she loves him, blah, blah, blah. But but not at the end. At the end, you're like, come on. <laughs> um. All right. Well, I feel like we've gone real deep into this. We, we have gone deep into this. Do you guys have any other recs? Any other... Um, I haven't really had a chance to watch anything. Yeah, Us is on Netflix, and I'm, like, so scared to see it, but I might Oh, is it on it. Netflix? Oh, I can't wait to no, see it. No, sorry, that. it's on iTunes. Well, oh, no, iTunes, I, I'm not I'm not ready to buy that just yet. No, but I'm, I'm like, by the time it gets, like, you're able to rent it on iTunes, or maybe even by the time it's on Netflix, then I'll be psychologically ready to watch it. But I feel like Jordan Peele can pretty much just make all the horror movies now. Yeah. Oh, he's a master. He is a master. Yeah. He's so great. Really? Uh no, I again I've managed to watch half an episode of the <laughs> Chef Show. Right. We've had no time to watch TV. time for. But should uh, we tell what's our list of things to watch together? We yeah. watched Murder Mystery. That's one. But I watched Isn't It Romantic on Netflix. Um, see, uh, Big oh. Little Lies season two. Yeah, the movie Little has that come out yet? No, not yet. Mm. You're so excited. I'm so excited. is that like the sequel of Big Little Lies? No. No. It's little Little Lies? No. It's no. not. Little it's Little very, Lies? It's very different. And then... Teeny Tiny Little Lies. 
And then the people here want us to watch Hereditary, but I don't think oh, I'm yeah. just going to go to bed. For our horror movie fans out there, I'm very curious what other people have to say about this, because apparently it's really good and really scary. So doubt Becky and Shire are ever going to watch it. Just curious. Other people out there, tweet at us, por favor. Is Hereditary good? Fascinating. It's supposed to be, well, like, yeah, like, really good. Uh, the I continue to watch Gilmore Girls. Ugh. And uh, I got to the part where they introduced Rory's father, who has some serious eyebrows. <laughs> like, okay. serious eyebrows. Who plays him? Do we not know? I, honestly, I have no idea. I've never seen an actor again. But I was like, wow, I guess big eyebrows were big in the early 2000s on men. I mean, I guess so. I don't even know. I don't know enough about the show to be able to tell you, like, who that would have been. Um... Uh, even if I look through IMDb. Um, All right. Uh, what about yeah. of Gilmore Girls, quick shout out to Steph. Right? Oh, yeah. Our wonderful Steph, um, friend, of the friend of the podcast, had a little baby boy two days ago. So, And she's a huge Gilmore Girls fan. So, yes, of course. Shout out to Steph and her new baby boy. Okay. Did Shy hang up? Is he upset? I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. Um, All right. And uh, where can people follow you guys? You can follow me, Chichi, C-H-I-C-H-I-K, Gomez, like the word Gomez, uh, on Twitter, because I am back at the tweeting. All right. And Becky, where can people follow you? On Twitter at PaperBKPrincess. I also want to say that I'm about to probably tweet a picture of me and Becky. It's very humid here. All of a sudden, I'm having, like, that Monica hair from that episode where they go to the Caribbean. I look like a poodle. It's really bad. Serious business. So I'll tweet that out now. All right. Cool. And you can follow me at pancake for table on Twitter and Instagram and all of the Friday Night Movie shenanigans at Fry Night Movie on Twitter and Instagram. And uh, the music from What Does It Eat shall kick in. And uh, we will talk soon. Good job, right. guys. Love you. Love you. Bye. 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 Bye.